Coming up next on The Jeff Crilly Show, you're going to meet the author of this book, Maternity Magic. She's helping working moms make the transition back to the office. Her journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, there are some experts who say that the pandemic set the women's movement back by an entire generation. So many working moms were have to, having to choose between uh, taking care of their kids and, and going to, into the office. And now that so many companies, especially in Silicon Valley, are demanding that their, um, their team come back to the office, it's really a, a difficult decision for many moms. To talk about that today, Anna Minter. She is the founder and CEO of uh, Transformational Change. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Yeah. Well, yeah. tell me a little bit about your journey because I, I love it that you're you're helping um, this group of people who are really just torn, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's a. I mean, it's a real transition. It's a balance. I have three kids of my own. I struggled with it. I went back part time, full time. There's no book on doing this. Right. So that's what I set out to do: help women. And there's a, a real thing out there called mommy guilt. It just, uh, it, <laughs> have you heard of this before? Oh, yes. And, and mommy guilt is, uh, you want to do everything. You want to be the, the rising star at the office. You want to be the uh -huh. super mom. You want to be there for everything. And uh, and you can't do it all, can you? I don't think you can. I think you got to know what your priorities are. You got First, you got to know yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like what matters to you? And then what are your priorities? And then how does your work fit into it? And then what's everything, everything else? Well, um, I love it that you you have walked more than a mile in their stilettos. <laughs> so stilettos, the red we're gonna, shoes. We're, yeah. we're going to put on the screen uh, the bio off of your website, and I, I want to just oh. like brag on you. I mean, this is a, a all-star lineup: the Boston Consulting Group, uh, Glo Global Consumer Markets, Procter and Gamble, Harvard School of Business. Amazing. I mean, when you look at that, that's like five lifetimes. <laughs> feels like five lifetimes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been great to, to have those experiences because a lot of people who come into the coaching world, mm -hmm. they're coaches, period. I've been there. I've done it. I've worked with Fortune 500 clients. I work with professional services firms. I've been in them. So right. I think that makes for a different kind of a coach. And I'd love to hear your coaching style because um, I know there's a lot of uh, coaches out there who are almost therapists and they're like, what do you think about that? <laughs> so um, the, what's the your style? okay, the official coaching style is you never have an opinion. You ask questions, ask really good questions. And that is more the, the therapist style, I think. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I call it executive advisory. Yeah. So it's the intersection of coaching plus knowing the organization, what it's like to work there, 
plus strategy, action, do it. Yes. And I've got opinions. So my clients have a, an equal confidentiality contract. So not only am I not going to share their stuff, sure. they're not going to share my opinions. And I love that because, you know, if, if somebody's about to do something that you know is wrong with 30 years in, you know, the executive world, uh, you owe it to them. They've hired you to tell them the truth. I think that's a value, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell yeah. someone what to do. I'm never going to know them as well as they know themselves. But I am going to say, hmm, option A, option B, what do you think, right? <laughs> Whereas a real coach would just say, tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is like, there more? Yes. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> so. All right, I want to talk about your book, uh, Maternity Magic. First yeah. of all, I love the title. Uh, so tell us, uh, how long had this been on your heart before uh, you put it into words? So it evolved almost organically. Um, I've been coaching women at the C-suite and CEO level, and they started referring their clients to me, and those people tended to have um, a transition, often a parenting transition. And so maternity magic was born out of that. Interestingly, it's now evolving into parental pivot because the men are getting parental leaves as well, right? They right. have their own separate but similar challenges coming back from leaves and dealing with crazy wives and sure. uncontrollable babies and you know, all that good stuff. So Maternity Magic was written at my lake house over the course of two weeks. I love that. Okay, so um, for some women, is the answer to start their own company and do their own thing? It depends, right? Yeah. It's, it's personal. Um, in fact, in the book, so the first half of the book is all about know thyself, which has nothing to do with maternity leave. It doesn't even mention maternity leave. And it's applicable anywhere, right? Right. So it's your life, your choice, your, your journey. And I love it that you hang out around other brilliant women. You are always interviewing people. We've got some video of, of an interview you did not too long ago. Tell us. Uh, ah, why. Oh, my favorite video <laughs> interview. Okay, so this is, I see it now on over there, and this is my sister. Oh, um, no kidding. And That's... she is a high-powered, dynamic woman, mother of four, uh, former GM of Nike and of Crocs, and she's just, she, she's figured it out. Yeah, and I, I love it that you interview other, uh, you know, courageous women because any expert, even somebody who's done the research to write a book, doesn't yeah. know everything. And, you, no, and of by, with these not. interviews, you learn stuff. I learn um, all the time. Let's talk about some takeaways that people could get out of your book. Um, what are some things they'll, they'll learn? What will they? Well, first, they're going to learn about themselves. They're mm -hmm. going to learn about what do they want out of life? How does that balance out? How, how do priorities fit together? They'll learn... It's about the now. It's not about when Johnny goes to college. You know, Johnny is only six weeks old at the time. It's going to take some time. Right. So we learn about what our vision is, what our short-term priorities are, what we want for ourselves. And then we figure out finding a voice. This is an interesting thing because sure. here's these high-powered, confident women. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to asking and advocating for themselves, their voice is tiny. Mm. Most companies, DEIB, they, they want diversity, they want belonging, they want women to stay. Sure. Yet these women have little tiny squeaky voices. Oh, I don't know if I should ask. I've just taken, you know, six months of maternity leave. No. Get the voice. And I think you've carved out a really wonderful niche for yourself. Uh, th this really describes millions and millions of women, doesn't it? I think so. 
I think we are losing top talent, and it's not just the company that's losing the talent, it's also the individual is losing her opportunity to do something that she could really grab onto. Right. Tell us a little bit more about your own journey. When you started having kids, uh, how did that play out? Did you, um, were you conflicted? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, so my three are five years and one day apart. I sat very still on my daughter's fifth birthday. And I was working at Boston Consulting, 17 years, four offices, and running or leading a lead officer, they called it, in the global consumer markets, the global organization practice area, and traveling around the world. And that makes for a very difficult way to, to balance. So I made the choice when my eldest daughter turned 13 to do my own thing. And transformational change was born, and it was all about doing things with local people on stuff that added value with people I liked. And that changed the world for me. When I was at BCG, I did part-time, flex-time, 20%, 50%, 80%. I tried all kinds of things and made it work. But it wasn't for me. When I, I started my own thing, that's where my passion was. And now I get to empower women. Do you think uh, a lot of bosses out there kind of lack empathy when it comes to this? Do they, do they understand? So when, let's say, like an Apple computers or Microsoft orders everybody back to the office. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm. Yes. I mean, it, it, there's business <clears throat> and then there's also understanding your, your culture, understanding your workforce. I don't think most people lack empathy. I think they have they have that within them. Most men have wives, have children, have parenting experiences themselves. So I don't think it's a lack of empathy. I think it's a focus on short-term dollars or a, I think, a misperception of productivity. Mm -hmm. There's a fear of, well, those people might be sitting at home eating bonbons. Well, I've yet to meet a woman who's progressing in her career who doesn't work very efficiently from home, especially post-COVID. Absolutely, okay, so we're, we're almost out of time. So in the final couple minutes, if, yeah. if there's a woman watching this right now who says, man, I think I've just found my coach, uh, what's the next step? I mean, do you have an exploratory Zoom? or? So I do yeah. what I call yeah. a chemistry and commitment call for okay. 15 minutes, because I don't want to coach someone that doesn't want to be coached. Sure. And you got to commit to a process. I offer 10 session coaching packages. I, the person's convenience on Zoom. Uh, so we have a chemistry and commitment call and I can be reached through LinkedIn uh, or through my calendar, speakwithanna.com. Um, uh, we'll get you 15 minutes if you want to chat and see if there's a fit. Outstanding. We're going to end with your website. It's trchange.com. It is. That's awesome. Anna Minter, thanks for coming on the show. All right. Thank you. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.